I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So can you is it picking up the now? No, I just sometimes it's there and sometimes it's no. But is it working the now? No, but it's, it's it's working like well the other times I've done it I've just been a bit quieter but I can still record but cool it's just because the fans have been enjoying the audio for Delhi so don't want to take away from the fans <laughs> the fans it's recording there anyway, again a wav right good again though just to make sure that Daz and I are providing the fans with the, the highest quality in audio for Delhi if you're not going to be putting your into the bargain like that. You'll have to think about getting a, a new member. Well, maybe if I just record it, then you could get a, a voice actor. <laughs> yeah, Gerard Butler. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, should we do that one week? We, you know yeah. how you get those folk on that like Fiverr website? We could pay someone <laughs> to, to like re- record every single bit of, of yours. Uh, Wagner. We could do. We get Wagner, eh? Although Wag- how much Wagner will do it for a Wagner will do it for a packet of fags, I think. <laughs> Here, here, I bet he does quite well. Aye, I bet definitely. I bet because it's because it's, st- it's it still would be funny to get a message from Wagner. Definitely, and I like the, w- the guy for in betweeners, he does it as well. Jay, aye. Well, th- there is there is like an actual website now, Cam- Cameo. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, yeah, and actually, it's like celebrities to, to do certain stuff. I <laughs> like Snoop Snoop Dogs on there and uh, Juicy J and uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Maybe it's something we could we could open up to the the, the, the Patreon if you would like us. To yeah, right. maybe we should get on it <laughs> to to do your your voicemail answer machine message or perhaps a running soundtrack. We could we could talk you through your run or uh, maybe we'd like us to do a special phone call to a family member for only <laughs> fifty pounds. <laughs> to laugh on teams. Will we make an account? <laughs> We'll give you a moment after time. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome back, boys. Episode 21. Um, this is the first time in our 20 weeks that we've recorded exactly on... It's, we're recording pretty much as live tonight. Um, so, we'll, we'll certainly be able to bring you nothing but the latest and hottest celebrity news. So, stay tuned for that segment. Strap to your seats. Um, <laughs> I'm currently sitting in a, a 32 degrees... Uh, London, how how about you guys up and in Escosi? Oh, I, I don't think I don't think it's quite thirty two. Is it warm though? Is that a nice day? Yeah, nah, it's kind of uh, it's kind of overcast. Looks like it's going to rain. I, I think I it's, I think it's, it's meant, probably quite clammy. Meant to really push I've it down. I've got shorts on, but I've, I've not really went outside yet. 
Pat Fitty uh, put stuff in the bin. Ah, okay. Taking care of the trash. Recycling. Yes. Recycling <laughs> enthusiast Jamie Keenan. Not a, okay. not an audio fidelity enthusiast, but certainly into his recycle. <laughs> have you still got the wee have you still got the wee laminate thing that reminds you of all the bins? No, I'm quite good at see because of the amount of red stickers I've got put on the bins for having the wrong stuff. Right. right. It, uh, what what so wait, that. If you, do you get a warning if you if you're doing it wrong? Aye. So the amount of times I've had to like take the bottles out and put all the different bits into the different bins, eh? Uh, I'm pretty well versed Just, just shows you the, the method oh. works. Fucking hell, a couple of jobs worth binning up your way anyway. <laughs> 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 Fucking dick it, mate, it's not going to well, one place. <laughs> what, what is Sadiq Khan doing about, <laughs> about London's rat problem? <laughs> exactly, these rats are everywhere. Uh, there's quite a big spider problem in London at the moment, I'll have you know, I've, I've clocked four spiders in the last hour in my house. Is that an infestation? Uh, I hope I don't get bit and become radioactive, like one of those imagined dragons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so how how has it been, boys? How's your weekend been? We've uh, we've we've uh, well, I, but see, would I've been breaking a rule by doing that party? Uh, how many people were there? Uh, Matt, so I had my grand and pappy's. Uh, Wedding anniversary. There was sixtieth diamond diamond wedding anniversary. There was there was about uh, thirty folk maybe. I don't know. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about the. Would that the have been against the law? I'm 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 willing to open myself up to the public judgment. Um, <laughs> I certainly tried to be socially distanced. After a few chardonnays, let's say it fell to the wayside. <laughs> 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 uh, after a few somber apple sores, it felt the way say. But Jamie came down and, and, and sang my papa a song, which which made made the made the festivities. I was told that I was very lucky to know Jamie by a few of my family members. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're lucky to know him. Okay, I thank wish you, he was uncle. Our son. Yes, <laughs> he's ve- he's very talented. That Jamie, thank you very much. Okay, not not nothing said about me, the front man. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could, you could, you could have dropped a, a quick. I could 16. have dropped a, a quick sixteen, but I didn't feel it was appropriate. Nah, nah, maybe when, when it would been as much. You could have presented me. I could have presented. <laughs> yeah. I never have got care from BBC's tune. <laughs> so, care, can you tell us about what's on this week? Well, we've got Liam Frey. <laughs> so, Liam, have you been working on any new music during lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was it was nice to see my 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 friend Jamie. Hello, I didn't get much of a chin wag as I would have liked to, because um, you were you were quite occupied by uh, my auntie actually, who was trying to fire auntie I think at one point. <laughs> so I should just sitting dead close to me. If you if you uh, married Care's auntie, what relation would you be to Care? His his uncle. I'd be step uncle. <laughs> step uncle. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first role of step uncle be? Would you take me out for an ice cream? Or would you boss me uh, about? Would you be a would you be a willing step uncle? I'd get you to help me. <laughs> help me. What we we lifting things and that? Just moving stuff, I Well, it'd be nice to have you in, in, in the family. But thanks for coming down there. It was it was it was very nice to see you. 
It was good, man. Um, well, you were playing with my dad. My dad was playing the tumba drums, and and, and you were playing the acoustic. The Irish, the Irish Turkish salsa connection was made. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh, <clears throat> a lot drunker than I thought. You were, I was. you were absolutely out your bin, uh, stoned out your bin. <laughs> it was the kind of, it was the dazzle note. Well, it was the post show, Jamie, where he turns into the superhero. What was your superhero name again? <laughs> In- inconvenience man. <laughs> the inconvenience man. It's like. <laughs> First thing I, I walked into the kitchen, and like somebody says, "Jamie's here," and I walked into the kitchen. He just smashed the glass or something. It was he was cleaning up the, the floor. I was like, "Ah, there's there's my friend that's my, there. That, that's my that's my uncle Jamie. That's my uncle Jamie there. <laughs> <laughs> Step uncle Jamie. Step uncle, sorry. <laughs> but it was it was very nice to see. You. Thank you for coming down. And that leads us to to to, to, to today, Monday. Um, as it were, plenty going on on the 10th of August. This is the first we've had to, we've timestamped the podcast. It's pretty much a timeless affair here. You can always go back to this. Feel free to go back anytime and listen to any of the podcasts. They are timeless. But this one in particular, week 21, has been timestamped. Pandemic is in full flow. Local lockdowns everywhere. Um, a lot of spiders in London, as I previously said. And <laughs> it'd be funny that in the future, in the future, if the spider problem gets out of control, you'd look back at this at like the start of it, where London's like over overthrown with spiders. Or something. It'd be used as a, a montage in the BBC. As a, the guy <laughs> got it first. <laughs> the guy that presents tune. <laughs> well, we've been getting a uh, a few weeks. It was flies getting a uh, like big blue bottles, and then now it seems to be slugs. Slugs. Aye. Slugs. Aye. The slugs don't get in the house, but they're just on the steps, like, see, after a sort of wet night, it's like, this is slug season. Slug city. Uh, I think what we should do at this point is dive into the final tale from the book, from the best-selling novel, The LaFontaine Solved 12 of Life's Most Common Problems. This is the last story. It is um, my decapitated, dusty darling, and... Without further ado, here you are. This is a nice wee story to warm your cockles. I was in the pub downstairs from that wretched hovel of a flat one Tuesday night, March 2016. Perched at the bar, nursing pints of Guinness and picking nuts for a paper bowl. I've slowly become part of the furniture over the last few months. Flicking through a copy of The Sun and playing the last waltz in the jukebox, moaning about work and women. I'm such a fixture that I've evolved to become one of the men who looks over their shoulder with eyebrow-raising suspicion every time somebody new walks in. I didn't mean for it to happen, but I'm now a regular and I'm in my local. It's too local, if anything. As the door swings open, I turn round with trepidation, only to be greeted by the jolly round face of mop-haired, blue-eyed Brian McCann. He's also a regular, and he's in his local too. However, his house is at the other side of town, so he's not not quite as local as me. A pint of heavy is ordered, and he sits next to me. We got on really well. He's a great bass player in a group called Fat Alligator and we're both right into punk rock. Brian works at the recycling place, or the coop, 
as it's more locally known. I was complaining about how I never had a, a guitar at the time. To some extent, it was a lie, as I had about six guitars, but all in various unplayable states. They were better just as ornaments sort of thing, or they were just total shite. But you knew what I meant. I never had one that was me. Never had the wand that chooses the wizard. The electric, cosmic vibration, starry-eyed oneness that I desired. I had it one time in my life though. Back in happier days gone by. Kerr used to work at this youth centre in Airdrie. When we were about 18, he ran the recording studio there. And I used to go over and hang out. We'd get stoned and make music. It was supposed to be for the kids who were in the catchment area. But we just used the studio to make a load of the LaFontaine's early demos. Kerr would rip songs from some unknown band on MySpace and submit that to the bosses at the council as if he recorded it. And I would just sign a made up name on the forum and comment saying the experience with him was brilliant. Like Kerr was a, a great guy to work with. Done this for, for ages. This scheme allowed him to keep that job for years much to the band's advantage. A free recording studio. One day, when I was hiding for Archie the janitor in this wee asbestos cupboard, I had to hide in this cupboard a lot so it didn't look like I was there all the time. I came across this dusty guitar. It must have been there for ages, unloved, and in darkness, the poor thing. <laughs> I gave it a once-over with my t-shirt once Archie the Janny had went back to his kettle and had emerged from the darkness. A nylon stringed fender, three quarter size, and perfect for my wee willy winky fingers. It was love at first sight. It played like a dream. Total perfection. Ker and I recorded the cover of Keep On Moving by Five that afternoon. I used to get excited at the thought of playing this guitar every time I'd get to the studio. A few months later, the council was paying for all new equipment at the studio. I get there one day, shocked to find my sweet lady in the skip. I inquired with the relevant authorities. Archie the Janny said that I could take it without looking up from his kettle. I jumped on top of all, of all the asbestos and I retrieved my baby like King Arthur to a crowd of four wee Ned smoking fags at the back. I gave it a quick blow and a more thorough, intensive scene to when I returned home with her in the 267 and I introduced her to my family. Everyone was delighted for me. I had met the one. She quickly became my best friend and confidant. My bosom buddy. I would be faithful to her. She was there for me throughout it all. She was earning me money and making me happy. She was letting me express it all through her small, shapely body. I was incredibly content and at one with the world. I treated her right and got her a makeover and some tattoos. Imagine my fury when the vicar's son fell, kicked her over in a coffee shop acoustic afternoon. He stood on her by accident, to be fair, severing the head from her neck in full view of everyone. My mum, my dad, the vicar's wife and the minister himself, everyone. The room fell silent as I ran over with my hands on my head. No! The vicar's son couldn't be more apologetic. It would have to be though. 
He had a Britney Spears style microphone headset on and everyone had seen him standing on my baby's neck. I did of course know that it was just a tragic accident. I cradled my baby in my arms and soberly walked through the parting crowd. I take my decapitated love and put her back in her box. It seemed like the best place for her. It haunts me for every waking hour, for about one day, until I take her down to Magnum Sound, the local guitar shop at the time. Rest in peace. The guys have a look at her neck, where the wood is splintered, and they're dubious with pursed lips that there's any chance of her survival. Miraculously, she makes a recovery, but I'm instructed to be extra tender with her. She's had a rough ride. You can see where they glued her head on and sanded her neck a little. I can feel the tension, though, when I tighten her pegs, so I let her rest mostly in her box. The vicar's son agrees to compensate me with the 60 large, which was kind of him. A few weeks later, and she was back out working for me, in the street and in the pubs, earning me my daily bread. Life was good again, and I was starting to settle down. One day, I must have tightened her pegs a bit too much, and her head fell off again in broad daylight. I drag her ass home, deflated and defeated. She just cost me another 60 shekels, but I think she'll be worth it. She's not worth it though, when she starts to self-mutilate, approaching the dark nights. But maybe I should have left her out in the cold. I banish her into my own cupboard, thinking that I'll move on. But there's something that won't let me let go of her. After all, she is my favourite. My bosom buddy. Either way, I do eventually move on, but she's always in the back of my mind. Knowing that I'll definitely get round to her once I can afford it. My mum starts to get irritated by her occupancy in the cupboard, but I tell her just to calm her tits. It's my responsibility, and even though I'm aware the object of my affections is fucked, I'm not prepared to give up completely. Never going to run around and desert you, I cue into the cupboard. Don't listen to mum, she just doesn't understand you. I think I went away on tour at some point, and mama's had up to here with my decomposing darling's dusty, decapitated presence. I've come back home to find a clean room in a lonely spot in the cupboard where my princess should be. I'm fucking raging, as my mum tells me that she took my bosom buddy down to the skip. From one dusty cupboard to another skip. A sorry existence, the story of her life. Why? I understand when my mum consoles my shaking body. She tells me it's for the best. I don't want to hear it, but she says she'll half animate on a new one, which is accepted. I loathingly explain to mummy that she was irreplaceable and one off. I didn't cry into my pillow in the darkness, but I should have. I wanted to punch my mum, and in hindsight, I should have. I move on anyway and become acquainted with many different varieties of guitar. Expensive ones, dodgy reputations, big ugly things. Some out of pure lust, and some out for the sheer fuck of it. Even one my dad brought round from the chapel. You name it, I tried it. 
but none would fill the gap left by my dearest darling's departure. Who knew where that kitty purred now? Oblivion, probably. I'd given up hope of ever seeing her again, considering she was the most likely covered by landfill and turned into compost or burnt to a cinder somewhere. It led me down a dark route of drink and drug fueled orgies of several guitars of all creeds and colours. Before I know it, I'm an old man in a pub moaning about work and women, asking people who they are and where do they normally drink when they walk into the pub. I've told Brian McCann all of this and he looks at me with a sparkle in his eyes. He explains that he's maybe got something for me. He'll bring it down tomorrow. He texts me the next day. He says he's in the pub. So I jump downstairs to greet him. There's a guitar case on the floor and he points, gesturing for me to open it. There are a few other regulars in the local, kicking round, interested to see what's about to happen here. I kneel down and unbuckle the hinges. As I'm doing so, I start to get filled with the Holy Spirit, an incredible warmth with a tingly neck. I peel back the lid and it's my sweet beloved. It's actually her, not a fucking chance. I'm completely speechless, stunned beyond belief. Her head is back in place and she's looking better than ever. I pick her up and hold her up like a trophy and everyone sort of cheers. I give my pal Brian a much longer than necessary cuddle and I'm asking him how much do I owe him. A pint of John Smith's was his asking. I would have seriously paid top money to have her back in my arms. It was unbelievable. I asked Brian how he had it, how had this happened. He reveals that he remembered my mum throwing the guitar out at the coop. Of course he works at the skip. He said that my mum reckoned that I was going to be livid when I found out that she was getting rid of it, telling Brian it was my very first guitar. He had taken it upon himself to keep it for me and get it fixed, empathising with the fact that he plays guitars and stuff as well. I asked him, perplexedly, why he'd held her hostage for so long without a peep. He said he was going to give it back to me when the time was right. See that bit in Harry Potter where Snape says, always, or whatever, if he loved Harry's mum? It was like that. I took her upstairs and we had the time of our lives, revealing all my secrets with experienced hands. Reunified at last. It was honestly one of the best moments of my life and I can confirm that we're joined at the hip once again. Hopefully my little chicken's day of being in asbestos filled skips are over. But who knows what the future holds? How many times can a neck be broken? Only time will tell. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That was lovely. I feel quite warm and fuzzy inside. It's good, isn't it? That was about uh, four, four to five years that I didn't have it. Two. Getting it back. It's mental. And it's just assuming that it didn't exist anymore because it didn't. It was in the skip. No, I, it's 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 a story I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. <laughs> Out of everyone, though, that that would happen to, if you are the most likely person for for that to happen to, for you to get that back, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lucky boy. So when was the last time you picked her up and gave her a a strum? Eh, uh, well, I bought new. Strings for I got a delivery off the internet. Whoa, hold got, the phone. <laughs> are you are you a, an Amazon Prime member? Well, I was for uh, about three days for a free trial. Well, I done it because it was I was quite I was getting new strings for the the guitar. It was nylon strings, um, and this is maybe two about a month ago or so I ordered them, and it was caused the uh, there was no shops whatever open at the time. So I got a set, set, a set, a pack sent out, but I could join Amazon Prime. Uh, so I joined for a week or something like that. But then once I got them, I cancelled it. And the other day, I actually got eight pound off of Amazon. What for? Because I'd signed up to Amazon Prime, but then didn't I have, have no get any intention of buying anything else off the internet. So I cancelled it, and then that's today's first Easter egg. The old, the old Amazon Prime loophole. It says, uh, <laughs> Jeff Bezos has sent me eight pound. That's that's the the window for the sponsorship then. Aye. Uh, so I've I've no, <coughs> um, I've not put the strings on it yet. I've put some strings on the other guitars though. Um, and I've got to get rid of the nylon one very shortly, perhaps tomorrow. Nylon ones are nylon ones are pain in the arse to restring in it. Aye, but it's, it's the ones that have got like the ball bearings at the end, so it's no no footy. That's all right. What age would we have been when we were going out to the youth centre all the time? Obviously, I worked there for years, but like when we first started coming over, eighteen, nineteen. I was maybe. Well, I was, I was going over for a while because I was playing with the Jack and Udis. I had recorded in there a couple of times, like uh, with the guy before you. Mm-hmm. They said I was. It was a youth centre, and like through the day, I was a youth worker, or whatever, and I would, I would work with kind of like. Uh, young offenders and stuff, and we would teach them music. Would be it like DJing or fucking garage band, or basically end to start them fighting with each other. And uh, I'd, I'd, to be honest, sometimes it would just turn into hitting a shuttlecock about the hall, or like, <laughs> or like <laughs> uh, lining iron brew bottles up and seeing see if we could throw things at them. And end to fill in ears. End to fill in ears. Then when the boss came back. Well, how did it go there? I was like, oh, they're doing great. That's them finished other work. I've sent him home early. I mean, I've got so many stories there, but I remember, like, it was one of the places where you, you just could never show a sign of weakness. Because it's so fucking... They're all mental. I, I was effectively the last stop before they went to 
um, Pullman Prison. So they were they were fucking they were meant to be like bad wains. But loads of them would come in they would come in just out the nut and valleys and all that. They would sometimes they, would, they couldn't even get their head off the desk. So uh, I remember one time I came in and I had just got a new car and I fucking you know I like my motor like I loved loved it. It was that black the black uh, kit we used to call it mine. Batmobile. The Batmobile, aye. <laughs> and uh, I came in and it was like I was, I parked it a wee bit out the road so they couldn't see it, but. I must have just been sitting looking at it out the window while, while they were fucking playing the PlayStation or something. And then uh, one of them came up to me and right close to me went, is that your motor earlier? And I went, aye, aye, it was fucking belted in it. And I stupidly, stupidly was like, aye, it's fucking class, man. Right chuff it. And that was, that was fucking game over, man. So then <laughs> a woman came in to give him a, a sex ed talk. So basically, they get loads of free free condoms and fucking. I, I went to Morrison's for my lunch and came <laughs> back up, and uh, they were all sitting in the couch sniggering and that. And I was like, "What's fucking? What's funny?" Well, I know that, mate. No, just a really good sex head cut, sex head talk. And I went back out to my car to get something, and, and my <laughs> full car was covered in Johnny's. <laughs> like they'd wrapped Johnny's around the alloys and the fucking wing mirrors and the handles. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sorry. So the youth worker through the day. And then at the weekends, we would record bands. But I figured out that very quickly, loads of the bands that were coming were absolutely gash, and I couldn't be arsed recording them. So I figured that because it was just me oh, and the Johnny like, in. Obviously, though, like they were all probably like 14. I know, I think mean, they were like 12 and stuff. <laughs> like 12 year old, up to, up, to like, up to like 16. But then I, I was meant to be in from like fucking four until eleven at night recording these guys, and then in the morning they need to go back in the Saturday ten till five. I basically worked out a deal with the Johnny that look, I'll give you a tenner from my wage every day Friday and Saturday. That's twenty quid a shift. If at the start of the shift wait half an hour and just pull the power, so <laughs> he'd come down and black. Like, Lights out, and I'd be like, oh, no way. Like, every day, but every time, I'd be like, oh, no, no. Oh, no, what's happened? I'd run away up, and then, I'd, then Archie and Johnny would come down, and be like, listen, boys, you only get him, that's the power gone. Oh, well, we're in tomorrow, then. I mean, we'll just leave our stuff, it'll be fixed by then. And I'd be like, listen, this is, this looks like it's a real serious one. We'll need to wait till Monday to get the electrician out. And then, uh, <laughs> they still get him with their stuff. Now I'd still be getting paid for it, been sitting in my house. And, uh, and then, like you said in the story, I just make up <laughs> band names like The Great Divide on fucking System of Osiris or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, at that time, it was MySpace, and I would just Google, like, bands I knew that nobody would ever hear it and, like, put their, download their songs and put it in a CDs if I'd recorded it. And that was it, and I'd done that for fucking years. I was like, fucking years. So then we would... We would just get in and record our stuff. Under the storm, under the storm was recorded in there. By the way, the the the, the first, demo the first version. Demo of it. Aye, uh, Malcolm Tucker was recorded in there. Um, Loco. Remember we got the Wayne's in singing Loco. Was was there ever any point that you thought you were going to get chinned for your like scheme? Every time it would be up for review, like the HMI inspection, I was always worried that somebody would like because all it would take was somebody. To, we had a bit of savvy to be like, 
like figure out that or, or not even a bit of savvy somebody that maybe knew pop, pop culture like to go in and <clears> check out System of Osiris' song and realise it's a Biffy Clyro song or something <laughs> <laughs> or, or just the fact that I was there every Friday saying I was a different band because sometimes I would be so bold that like I wouldn't even go in so I was trying to show up and I'd tell Johnny just to say it was shut <laughs> mind there was a, there was Archie and then there was Bad Archie as well there was the two Johnnies <laughs> oh why basically what the way, the way it worked out is I would go in most Fridays day the, the kind of the hour it took about an hour really to, to ruffle the plan time they come in get set up and all that and plugged in as if we were going to have a, a real good recording session and then the power would go and then they'd all get launched out and and then uh, I'm like, I was saying tied up guys really sorry but I just book in again our time mine phone me directly don't phone the centre just phone me directly and then uh, I would go across the road get a kebab uh, eat my kebab watching YouTube via a kind of a mad site that I could let me bypass the council like blockage thing so I could watch like things with swearing in it. Or like a proxy thing or something? YouTube videos <laughs> of swearing. <laughs> Best swears of 2015. Uh, watch watch some swearing videos and then have my kebab shut the shut the shutters and fuck off home. Good times. Best of times man. Remember as well, I mean was 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 it getting too expensive to practice? Which is why we ended up practicing for free in, my, in that centre. But I, I, think at, I think at one point it was, because it was cheap, it was like, oh, having it rehearse, it, was, it cost us £6 each, however, to do it. And when when you're 18, that's, that's a lot of money, especially if it costs you a fiver to get there. And then you want kebabs. Everybody's ready for their Hollywood, their Hollywood news section. The fans have been raving about it. Um, We're just waiting on the theme tune. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if anyone <laughs> actually does like this. But well, let's see. Hollywood news, fashion, fashion, celebrity, skit, skit, scandal. Take a picture. Fashion, fashion, celebrity, celebrity. Fantastic there. <laughs> Good to hear. Thanks to uh, Willow Smith for the theme tune there. <laughs> Willow Smith on the vocals, produced by Caleb from Kings of Leon. Fantastic. Thank you to those guys <laughs> for the theme tune. <laughs> He's getting quite good, Caleb, isn't he? Aye, Caleb's getting good at the old production. <laughs> so he didn't write the lyric, that was Willow Smith on the lyrics, but Caleb on the drums and production. <laughs> so, big shouts to Caleb. So who's, who would like to go first? Uh, can I go first? You go first. Right, so this is about Britney Spears. Oh, brilliant. Uh, so this one is, Britney Spears to spill disturbing details on conservatorship and tell-all book. Wow. Uh, Britney Spears was placed under a conservatorship in 2008 after a much-publicised breakdown and divorce from Kevin Federline. K-Fed? Uh, K-Fed. K-Fed. So basically, like, Brit- Britney Spears, 
<laughs> after having this breakdown, was placed into a thing called a conservatorship mm-hmm. that her her dad like controls everything that she does. Wow. And she, Mr. Spears. Mr. Spears. Uh, he like uh, argued that she has early onset of dementia, but like people, people <laughs> like that's crazy. I don't, Sorry I don't, for I don't laughing, think, I don't, I don't think she obviously does, and like right. she can't spend any of her own money, and she has to pay him this like hundred grand a year salary, and she gets a she gets a grand and a half a month, and what? like ha- this has been the case for the last twelve years. Uh, she has to. Well, even when she was doing her. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So Britney Spears is worth two hundred and fifty million, but she only gets one and a half grand a month. This, I, I mean, there's loads of different sources that this is all coming from, but but you've got the inside scoop, correct? I've got the inside scoop, of course. Yeah. I Caleb, it was Caleb that actually put me put me put me on it. Are you a member of QAnon? QAnon, uh-huh, I'm I'm on the boards there. <laughs> uh, that's where I got some of it. But uh, basically, <laughs> he's been like getting this thing extended, but it's about to run out at the end of August. So they're thinking at the end of August, she's going to come forward and give the, the details of it. But she can't do things like she can't like leave the house without its permission. She can't drive a car. There's like this big whole list of like mad shit that she, she can't do without her permission. Wow. Has she got a, a lover? Uh, I don't think so. She has two wee kids. Uh, I don't think she has a, a man or woman at the moment. Ah. But but yeah, maybe at the end of the month we might have more information of it. Well, certainly keep us uh, posted on that. Well, I, I will keep I will keep you posted. You can follow the, the follow the hashtag free free Britney <laughs> or go on to uh, freebritney.net for uh, more more info. Absolutely fantastic news there, Dan. Celebrity. What about uh, our royal correspondent? <laughs> Would, have you got any any news from the the big exclusive book that was coming? Well, there was a certain. Anonymous Fleet Street Fox, and he's said that uh, Meghan and Harry are displaying all the grace and unity of Anne Widdicombe on Strictly. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Anne Widdicombe again? A Brexit MEP, but she must have been known for her, her, her grace and timing. She must have had <laughs> a spectacular use of grace and timing. <laughs> Will and Kate surprise locals on Barry Island with first joint. And then it was just three dots after it, so I was wondering <laughs> if, if they were going to smoke the first joint. The first joint. They <laughs> <laughs> surprised locals on Barry Island. But <coughs> I, thought, I thought it'd be open to speculation about what the first joint would be. First joint. Venture. Joint what? <laughs> the, was it the locals' first joint or is it their first joint? It's their first joint. So. It could be something to do with. Something to do with the. Um, Skateboard par- skateboard company that they were starting. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a uh, Harry and Meghan. Aye, Will and Kate are still in the establishment, but they're so they are. Oh, so they are. They've surprised the locals with the first joint. Uh, I don't know what it what, what it could be. Mm. Maybe only time will tell. Maybe next Maybe week. Next week we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Until then. Hollywood news. Fashion. Fashion. I've got a uh, a big one here on on Simon Cowell's bike incident. What happened? What what happened to the X Factor judge and <laughs> how is he doing? Simon Cowell's fans have been left concerned for the music mogul after it was revealed he'd undergone surgery after a horror crash. The X Factor's judge, who's sixty by the way, sixty and looking 
fucking terrible for it by the looks of this picture here. Uh, <laughs> suffered a broken back in the fall, and here's what happened to him, if you guys are remotely interested. Well, he's lucky not to be paralysed uh, after he fell from his electric bike, and basically he, he posted on from his hospital bed saying that if you buy an electric bike, <laughs> make sure you read the manual because um, he nearly broke his back when he tried to do a wheelie. <laughs> this is definitely this is definitely uh, his own fault uh, here. Yeah, absolutely. If he's uh, totally. What is that? Does the does the bike come with instructions about what to do if you're doing? Well, I mean, I, I'm not an owner of such a bike. I've never been on a, a something like that, but I would imagine it probably does have have some instructions. But he 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 underwent six hour surgery after the horror crash. It must have been like <laughs> some fall, like see to break your back falling off a bike. Like I, I kind of wish I saw it. <laughs> I know, like what? What was it doing? I mean, Tony Hawk. What was it trying to do a wheelie? But <laughs> sixty-year-old. It was trying. It was trying to go over his house. I, I like it. <laughs> trying to do the biggest ramp ever. Evil can evil. <laughs> uh, but he's he's very lucky not to have suffered paralysing injuries. So wishing him all all the best with his recovery. So absolutely, Simon. Uh, again, big shouts to Simon who. But the very first couple of weeks was a member of the Patreon. Um, so and he fell off. Until he fell off. To save up, save to save up, up for his lucky bike. <laughs> Hollywood news. Fashion. Fashion. Celebrity. Skit, skit, scandal. Take a picture. Fashion. Fashion. Celebrity. Celebrity. I've got a test next week. What's Monday. your test for? A citizenship test. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> See if I can stay in the country. A <laughs> uh, CSCS test for Albina in the fridge game. Keen in refrigeration? Keeping it cool with Jamie. <laughs> I was just working with a guy fitting fridges in supermarkets. How did you get this job? Or the, 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 how, did, how did it come about? Uh, my mate, Ronnie. Um, a company that he works for. They need folk. I can't do all the right stuff, so but I can. I'm a, as he said, a good set of horns. <laughs> so I'm a good set of horns for uh, maybe can with, withhold the cool, the coldness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's just like uh, getting parts and moving stuff and what. Uh, fridges. What do you need to do for your test then? Um, I don't know. I've got a wee app. It's next Monday, so I need to. I'll look at it later on. Uh, it's women. It's Shona McGrath who's a fan of the band and she's the she's like one of the heads of the test whatever oh, so don't you don't you need to look at the app too much then <laughs> <laughs> it's like I think it's um, mad touch screen thing or I need, I need to look at it more sent over is it like is it similar to doing your theory test or something aye 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 safety st- how many ice that? cubes can a shelf hold <laughs> 700 <laughs> safely. No, you, 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 you're meant to need it for like every sort of building site, but all the ones I've been on, I've just been a guy that's no go to that. Just been told to hide if somebody comes, Clark, it works or whatever, but this one means it's it's all above board. Uh, I'm trying to think, uh, obviously, the pandemic's hit, hit us hard. Um, I've been viewing the options I have down here. Luckily in London, I, I know no one. 
so that's good. Um, no such, <laughs> no such fridge help for me. Um, I'm thinking about being a local dog walker. So I don't know what the fans think about Aye. that. If uh, if any if anybody knows any London dogs they would like me to walk, please feel free to contact contact me on Twitter. I I'm thinking about walking dogs. You need you need to get a wee van though to go and to go and get them. Well, I was thinking about keeping it to my local area. First of all, do you need any sort of dog certificate or anything like that? What, what do you need? Like the the woman that walked uh, my dog was just someone I met in the park. Uh, and she, what, what she did say was though, was uh, you need to get insurance, so you're only insured up to X amount of dogs, so she could only take five. <laughs> Imagine you had hundreds, like, hundreds of them. <laughs> 40 at a time. I was thinking about getting myself flyers made as well, <laughs> just me, me with like Photoshop what, what, you need, you, you need a, you need a, a, a snappy name. I, uh, what could it be? Uh, feel free to comment on the, on the, online for us some suggestions so far. What could I be? K- Kel's canines. Kel's canines. <laughs> canine K. Canine Canine Kel's good. Um, canine Kel or. Canine O'Can. Canine O'Can. Canine O'Can. Hey. <laughs> I can walk, I can, be, I can walk nine dogs at a time. <laughs> I'm trying to think what my, my USP would be. You sink uh, uh, them? Why do you, well, your experience is that. You've you've had the dog in your house, so you know how they yes, work. True. <laughs> you know how the dog operates, and most dogs who operate. And um, I'm quite say quite quite. It would be quite an athletic walk it would get because there's some old boys who walk dogs around here, and I think that's not a walk for that dog. What you're doing? One thing I think you need to watch as well that's like they're all similar sizes, so I don't think you can take like a big massive like German Shepherd and then like a tiny wee. Dash hound or something. Why, why don't you make it look like you can train them? Why, why don't you get a, a wee video with Oscar and then Boo? A video with Boo and then say this is what you can do for dogs. I true. Has experience with over two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got that one we press, uh, doing, doing is the it? weights with Boo, like pressing it up more that and, and say that. Say that this, you're this video English has speaking. Views. Uh, what? Say that you're English speaking. <laughs> Can I care? English speaking. Um, <laughs> English speaking. Top top forty album. Top. <laughs> top forty album. <laughs> top forty album. Top twenty podcast. <laughs> uh, mashup. Mashup king. Over. Over. <laughs> Over 12 million Spotify plays. <laughs> um, <laughs> can drive. <laughs> full driver's license. Full driver's license. <laughs> and unemployed. Uh, and then what's the thing you got for the youth club as well? Like disclosure. Disclosure, D- disclosure yeah, Scotland. Disclosure, 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 disclosure Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> Not England or the rest of the UK. Disclosure Can walk Scotland. dog in Scotland as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, family in Scotland in case your dog needs vacation <laughs> available every day <laughs> aye so maybe some of the the, the the Patreons could pay you pay me to walk their you dogs walk their Virtu- virtually walk aye. their dogs put them on <laughs> Skype and I'll, I'll, I'll uh, could be that, that could be our cameo care, get a dog walk we care <laughs> canine care so, so that's the plan apart from that I've 
not very many other options. Was going to go back to go, go back to uni. Never been. Was going to go to uni, um, <laughs> but have to pay for it down here as well, which sucks. So oh, can't aye. do that. Um, see, so, uh, uh, what age? See, you get free uni in Scotland. Is it up to a certain age? I don't know. I've not really looked into it properly, but I think it's like maybe if you've never been before, it, it would still be free if I was to go. Aye, that's what I was thinking. But like that's just think, for uh, I looked at a sign language course. Aye, aye. Um, in my little college, but it was only your horns will be frozen. But your horns will be frozen after all the fridge game. Aye, drumming. <laughs> playing it, playing at the fridge game. You'll not be able to do it. Yeah. Guy just t- just telling her to stop all the time. <laughs> okay. I just need blowing in my fingers all the time. <laughs> I'm cold. I'm cold. I'm really, really cold. Um. I saw it, I thought about doing that. I, th- I thought that's be a quite a cool thing to do. What is it's Maybe. what is it like once a week or something? Surely it's no an intensive. Ah, it's just Thursdays, but I think it costs two hundred pound. Just Thursdays. Last, no, do you know what I mean? It's not like every day, so. Aye. Uh, I don't know how. I don't know if like you can get grants or whatever to cover the two hundred pound fee or, or how that works. But if you really want to do it, mate, I'll pay for it. <laughs> 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 if it's something you really want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I just try to think it. Yeah, I can start. I can start doing the. Uh, I can start doing the podcast in sign language. Mm-hmm. that'd be really yeah. helpful. <laughs> I'm also trying to come up with inventing something. Just trying to <laughs> just need to invent something. I was thinking <laughs> if I could invent something really good, that would make me loads of money, and then I could continue doing the podcast. And what's uh, any any leads so far? <laughs> <laughs> um, I see, so, like I was tying balloons for my Although, although do, 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 you to, do you want to give do you want to give this away? True, what true. Someone, what? true. Well, I'm a type of guy who's got plenty of ideas, so let me just tell you this, and maybe you can help me out there. Um, I was tying balloons for my grandpapa's anniversary, and after about thirty balloons, I was realizing it's quite hard to tie a balloon. Mhm. Yes. Maybe come up with something that helps tie balloons. To tie them. I, I, balloon tire it's quick it's something mm. everybody needs there's always part there's always got to be parties even in a pandemic so true balloon tire what about like a, a wee sort of wooden peg you, need, you need to watch prototype. those or else or else the the balloon the balloon as they do may burst yeah i've got no i've not got the first idea how that would go about this but i'm just thinking that's the type of thing i'm on it need to be like a wee a wee sort of wooden peg block with a uh, soft foam edges mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye. So aye, I have an idea. Do you, you, you want to hear my idea? Yeah. It's uh, going back. Going back. You could maybe use this for your for your dog walking. So it would be like a dog lead, but like it retracts into the dog's collar, and you have like a remote. And if the dog ran away, you could press it, and the lead would extend, and you could pick it up. Ah, so it would that's be like, genius. It would like, be like how you would train the dog to go off lead. And then if it was getting too far away, or if it was like running up to some other dogs or whatever, you could press this, and a lead would come out, and you could you could grab it, and then. So the dog doesn't think that it's on a lead really as well. Ah, it, w- it would be off the lead, so it'd be for training the dog to go off the lead. So you'd have the dog, and you're training it to go off the lead. So you'd have this thing on, going about doing their shit, and then if they get too far away, or if they start doing something, you're like, right, need to get back in, in control of them, because sometimes you can go and put try to get the lead on them and they can like run away or whatever mm-hmm. you just press this wee button and out comes a big lead and you grab onto it but, that's, uh, that's brilliant maybe maybe you could develop that and we could go uh, 50-50 on it since it was my <laughs> idea you've got the idea, you've got the idea. I'll, I'll, I'll work out the mechanics 
Uh, you, can you, 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 you fail the pattern. the colours? Yep. You can uh, pack the colours. Absolutely. Throw me to the fire. I am a walking liar. I have a hunger for more, please, than I inspire. I have been moving subtle, devils over my shoulder. Blood from foreign lands to mine, my heart's colder. Full of regrets that got acquired some handles. I've been undercover with people claiming these standards. Blank faces, broken down on these stages. Lies are televised, they're heading under these pages. Faded to black, there's no in Question for the patron, right? From Beth Wallace, and says, "Here's a here's a question for you boys. What's the most move? What's the most moving thing you guys have experienced, or something you've really been taken aback by as a band? I don't know if that's a good f- question or phrase. Well, open for interpretation. Much love as always. Um, I actually know exactly who Beth is. Beth's been at loads of our shows, and." People at Bethlet have come up to us and said like certain songs mean certain things to her and they've got her maybe through like certain times in their life that was maybe hard or whatever. And I think that it, it's weird when, like nice weird when somebody comes up and says this song meant this to me and this has helped me through this way. So like if you've had a positive impact in some somebody's life in some sort of way because of a couple of tunes you made or whatever then I suppose that's pretty moving. Um, Hi. Maybe there's a guy uh, in, in. Sorry, Dad, when you go. No, it's like like I can like just w- when you're saying like oh it's maybe a bit weird or something, but it's it's just probably not not something you take into consideration when you make a song. Like you just think oh this is a song, and just make it because like this is what I like or whatever. You don't ever think that people will listen to it and interpret it in like their own way, and it will take on like a new meaning for them, which which obviously is amazing. But it's just mm-hmm. something that you you would never like. It's also consider. how I think I don't like almost explaining too much in in terms of what this song is meant to be about because people can interpret it different ways and if it whatever way they interpret it it helps them then or they get something from it that then then it's then good that's that's the whole that's the whole vibe it man like uh, so I suppose that's that's pretty moving that's a that's a really nice thing. I remember there was one time as well, like it happens quite a bit to be fair, especially at the kind of bigger shows you do and stuff. And like and after we play shows, um, the way we kind of work it is that like Daz and Paul, our sound guy, um, and Jamie will go and pack down all the, all the, the gear. If it's a support show sort of, sort of thing, support show sort of thing, and uh, I'll go to the merch and sell t-shirts and CDs, whatever, then maybe Jamie will join me later on. But, I, I get to meet like a lot of quote unquote fans and they come up and they'll tell you wee stories about what certain songs meant to them or they'll show you tattoos they've got from your songs or whatever and it's like it's weird it's it's hard to kind of like I don't know it's hard to grasp the gravity of that but remember there's a boy who came up in Newcastle and he, he told us that like um, he was stuck in this mad dead end job and he's fucking Life was going nowhere. He thought, and he wasn't his paper chase. And paper chase was like the reason he stopped killing himself. I was like, 
Paper Chase was not written meant to be that heavy whatsoever. It just meant to be like a daft fucking work on a call centre job. I hate it. Get it to fuck. I'm going to go and try and just make myself happy doing something else I love, i.e. music. But if somebody takes that from it, then fuck, man, that's pretty moving. That's cool, I suppose. Um, and he's never been employed since. And he's never been employed <laughs> since. <laughs> so, aye, yeah, that, that's, sure that's cool it. for me, man. If, if, if music helps folk in any sort of way, then mega I think for, I don't know like for me it was maybe the the first time we done the barrows like the mm. first gig at, uh, and like obviously we've done like once before like the we've done the ABC and the classic grand or whatever but like, just obviously with that being such an iconic venue that I've been going to since I was like 13 or whatever and then playing that and then the gig went re- like really really well and like everyone worked perfect when I had like a big screen and like I, I, I remember thinking after that like that like that that I don't I not felt like that after many other gigs yeah that probably you, had the most see, like, see, when, fucking see when you look back at that gig what this what's what's like the first flash point in your head it's like doing I remember doing like we come on and played so Elvis and then the like the lights or whatever and then, then just seeing that there was fucking hundreds of people there Mm-hmm. And it was like it was like a, I think it was a Saturday night. It was definitely a weekend, but it was like mm-hmm. proper like bouncing like. And then just after that, just thinking right, this this full this full gig's gonna go well. That was phenomenal. It was the first time they had done the Mad Gary Barlow chant as well. Mind it was like in oh, the screen going. Aye, that, aye, was, aye. that was mega. Cause that I, was remember sort of, I remember I remember sort of like pissing myself at that. <laughs> I always My think dad, of that, and the, the first thing I think is like coming off stage just after we'd done the encore and just like. Get into the dressing room and just lying flat on the couch, absolutely burst. Just thinking that was that was like the best thing I've ever done. I I, don't I remember uh, no being able to get into the after party <laughs> <laughs> uh, at first. My name wasn't there, and uh, folk having to go and get arty or whatever to come out and say oh, he's he's part of the band or whatever. And I got in, but I couldn't get like. Um, some folk in, and it was one of the ones just having to, instead of having a, a good night, it was like just having to. Obviously, I had a great gig and all that, but I just remember the after party, like having to keep facilitating getting uh, folk in. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with things like that, I think it's just best to like turn off your phone <laughs> after it. Uh, sorry, like, I say, I've, I've made, I get the, the main people I need to get in, and uh, mum and all that part, and then phone off. Cause you just turn into some sort of like party planner. <laughs> it's and it's like, the absolute like, worst. Like, every, We've every done really it to other people one. as well. Like how many times have you been texting someone that's it's their gig and you're texting them half an hour before the gig going get what me? What time you on, mate? What time <laughs> you on? Folk you've not spoke to in years or not? <laughs> aye, you know. So like obviously get it, but aye, fuck it, fuck it. So um, fuck you for looking for a guest list. Just buy a ticket. <laughs> it's also annoying because it's usually the people that deserve the guest list least get a guest list. Do you know what I mean? The people that are first to buy a ticket deserve the guest list. True. So, I fuck guest list. But, um, anything else, boys, before we fuck off? You can do some shout outs. Yeah, let's do some Patreon shout outs, of course. Go, can you go away to like the first people that ever joined? Yeah, let's find out. Call out some, some names. Still sitting at the old hundred patrons. It's not bad, that's good. People, they come and go. 
It would be great this week if we could get up to 110 two, two, patrons. 200. <laughs> to 200. Yeah, it would be great if we could get to 200 this week. Um, <laughs> let's have a look at some of our, our, our friends we can see. Jonathan Bell, sorry, that's who I was looking for. So, so uh, big shouts to Jonathan big Bell. Big Jonathan Bell. Uh, Bell, uh, anything uh, you'd like to say, to Jonathan Bell? Give him a clap. Uh, I hope his his music turned out well. He borrowed my cymbals, uh, and he was recording uh, his his music in a studio. He'd never done it before. If you, if you just had the time over lockdown, eh? Oh, Go for it. Do some music. So. Jonathan, send us in um, one of your tunes. Send us in like, in a PO box. Send us uh, somehow get the the tune to us, and we'll we'll give it a bash on the it cast. Just shows you as well. If you give back to us, we will, we will give back to you. Absolutely. That needed some symbols. Jamie, you got some symbols. So, uh, Ethan Malcolm, we can give him a, a big clap. Shouts to Ethan Malcolm. Beat Ethan. Uh, big, sh- big shout out as well to one of our longest servers, Yasmin McAvoy. She's been a Patreon member for four months. Four months. Well done. That's massive, 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 massive. Well, uh, Steph Robertson. Steph Robertson, we Steph. Shout out to Steph. Also uh, a long, a long time Patreon. How many months? Four months as well. That's incredible. And then one, one last more. one. One more. Let's go for a. Should we go for a? Uh, male or female? Let's do it for the do it for the boys. We've got one here called Drew what? Drew Felvis. <laughs> Drew Felvis. Uh, one here. Yeah, big Drew Drew <laughs> uh, shout Shouts to Drew giving the the big patron for four months. Big shouts to Drew. Great name there as well, Felvis. Um, Kind of thinking funny to go with that, but great name nonetheless. And uh, <laughs> I massive shouts to the patrons as always. Again, if you if you think to yourself, wow, wowie, that was, I've never enjoyed listening to stories as much in my life. How could I, how could I hear them again, other than just playing the podcast again? Well, you can read them in to yourself by buying the book. The book is still available. From all good online retailers, just our one, bigcartel.com <laughs> forward slash Lafontaines. Oh no, no, it's not, can... it's not forward slash. What is it? Giving them the wrong details. <laughs> just, uh, just go on the website, thelafontaines.co.uk and go to store and it'll it'll redirect you. It'll redirect you to the book and you can buy it the and book read store. it to yourself. Read, read it to your children, read it to other people's children with their permission. Um, <laughs> do all those things and you can buy the book. But that's the last story you'll hear from us ever. For a couple from, of weeks. From 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 that book until anymore. until Jamie writes the from new book. book. Okay. So mm-hmm. um Thanks for listening, as always. Uh maybe get some guests on. A lot of big names in the pipeline, obviously. Um a lot of celebrity listeners as always. We'll see um, if Caleb, Caleb can take a break for his uh, drum <laughs> drum programming. <laughs> 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 um, I know a lot of people would like us to get back in touch with the likes of you know Shia LaBeouf and Seth Rogen and Amy Schumer but uh, <laughs> I was waiting for that <laughs> but uh, I know they want to remain anonymous just like listen away so they do so but as always we can we can we can try our hardest to get them back on the cast 
So, nothing but love, <laughs> peace and harmony. What's our motto, guys? Peace, love and harmony. <laughs> we call we call the next album that. <laughs> peace, love and harmony. That's the motto. As always, the Lafontaines. Peace, love and harmony, and and unity as well. Peace, love, harmony, and unity. Signing off. Peace, love, and harmony, and, and unity. <laughs> and we can get the peace sign on the on the vinyl. <laughs> um, aye. Till next week. Stay fresh. Stay clean. Stay peace, love, peace, love, and unity, and what was that? <laughs> peace, love, and unity, and harmony. <laughs> one, two, three. Bye. One, two, one, three, two, three. Bye. 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 Yeah. <laughs>